Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and the Fab channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane Age. Um, a very <laughs> interesting topic today, and I'm laughing because, you know, uh, my guest is kind of threw us off, you know, in, in his concept, and he's going to definitely take us on a ride that we probably are going to be like, what the hell? I mean, uh, we've talked about a lot of topics in fitness. We've talked a lot of things in in different oneness and, and, and even, you know, different modalities of fitness, right? And And... I've never had someone on that actually dedicated a discussion to yoga. And we all hear yoga and it's pretty common and it's hot. We hear a lot of hot yoga, yoga, you go to gym, you see that. Uh, yoga dresses, whatever pants. I mean, it's pretty hot, you know, in, in the fashion business or at least the sports stuff. But but what is yoga and, and the concept of yoga, we all think it's that thing that helps us stretch, helps us get better, you know, and just, you know, do some these poses, whatever, child, you know, bird pose, whatever, different, different things. And then, then you feel good about yourself. And so today I have with me someone who actually created a whole different uh, concept about yoga. And he's got a whole different style about it. And he is almost, it's going to be almost controversial to, to all the yogis out there. I think this is going to be a little bit of a, of a challenge, you know, to many. But but I think what I love about the discussion that we're going to have today is that there are always different views, different perspectives, different angles. Not always what we know. There's always a new way. And uh, just because we are used to something doesn't mean that's the only way that is out there, right? So with me, and without any further ado, that was a long, long intro. I have with me Yogi Aaron, all the way from Costa Rica. And he is literally um, a, uh, a pioneer in his own world. I mean, he is a yogi, you know, a master, I would call him. And But he's got a different, um, non-conventional, I guess, say, or, or unorthodox approach. But I'll let him discuss that with us. So first things first, Aaron, Yogi Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for that great intro. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, listen, I mean, I, I, had, I had to think about how to present this one because... Yeah, it is. It is a hot topic, and I, I actually, yes. I, I, uh, I've been in martial arts, and uh, the topic of stretching is always part of the discussion. We do have a fitness, you know, brand, the Fit and the Fab, and again, there's always some discussion about you know stretching before, or after, and you know, there's that. Yeah. Uh, but, but also, we know that working out usually has you know other ramifications, and there's also pain. There's all muscle, blah 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 blah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, and many schools of of thoughts, you know, out there. But your angle is so unique. So before we get into the deep dive here, first things first, as always, who is Yogi Aaron? You're in Costa Rica. I know that that's not when it started. 
And so let's talk about where was Yogi Heron before and why why Costa Rica? Because I, I think Costa Rica is a beautiful place and it has to do probably with the environment there. So so we can start with that and then let's deep dive into like the conventional or non-conventional discussion that we're gonna have today. Sure, sure. I mean I'm from originally Canada and I uh I actually grew up in the um the wilderness almost in Canada. Um, I started off in Victoria and then went to Vancouver. And then my parents shipped me off to boarding school, a boys boarding school where we dog sled, we snowshoed, you know, I spent, you know, my time hiking. And we always ended the year with a three week canoe trip in the wilderness, literally. So I that was kind of like my intro to life. And it really I think that kind of really hardened me in a very strong, made me a lot stronger and more inwardly resilient. Uh, so whenever I put my mind to something like it just, you know, it just happens. And uh, then to kind of like jump ahead, I uh, started, I moved to New York when I was around uh, 28 years old. I lived there for 10 years and I started leading yoga retreats. And one of the places I was leading yoga retreats was in Costa Rica. And I would bring groups of, of my students with me. And as I was um, driving down the road to where I was holding the retreat, I came across this property and it was literally a drive by, like I didn't even stop the car. I just drove by, but that just that split moment of like looking through the gates and seeing the property and the ocean it was like a turquoise ocean through this tunnel of bougainvilleas and i was like that's my home and uh that <laughs> just started this whole like costa rican adventure <laughs> well, well first of all you just described probably what anyone listening to watching right now probably the dream you know kind of place to live i mean yes. all the the picture is just i can i can just imagine a nice little house the trees and you have that blue turquoise you know behind you know oh man that's like it's like one of those you know backdrops that you would put <laughs> but you have a I mean, real one costa rica <laughs> is such a magical place and one of the things i love about this country is like you can be up in the mountains and then an hour later you can be on the beach or vice versa you can be on the beach and then an hour later, you can be in the mountains. And I have a couple of my best friends visiting me right now. And they're staying with me at the yoga retreat. But then um, this weekend, I'm going to take them for about a three-day trip uh, around Costa Rica, like a very quick trip because it's only three days. But I was telling somebody like how many we're going to go like, I think, to six waterfalls. And, you know, like wow. for most people, like getting to one waterfall in their lifetime is an accomplishment. We're going to be hitting like six this weekend. And that's what I just love about this country is, is that there's so much nature and any, any direction you go, it's just beautiful. Well, well it is a big, I would say a change of scenery for you. I mean, being yeah. all the way north in Canada, yeah. a lot of white, and then a lot of green. <laughs> green and blue. I mean, it's like a whole different contrast in terms of life spectrum here. But but I have to say, I mean, that that is exciting just to hear. I mean, I I, yeah. I personally love nature. I definitely anything green, mountains, waterfalls, beautiful. Yes. Uh, definitely the beach. I'm I'm you know, I'm I just love water and sea. I mean, I do I mentioned I cruise a lot because I love the sea. It just, you know, very 
it's just calming i mean you just be on the on the ship and just sit back and listen especially at night it's just the water same similarly by the by the waterfall and that stuff i mean it's pretty good and and again it is relevant to our discussion because i think part of yoga it's 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 an ancient thing i mean it's yes. not new. yoga has been around for for centuries and it has to do also with the the mindset the the calm the soothing and all the stuff and again i'm not an expert and i'll let you define that to us but but really it's it's important because i think to your point you were doing these retreats and then he fell in love with the place and, and voila, yes. that's it, he's done. And, and you know, not everybody can do that. I mean, not everybody's just like, you know, the hell with this. I'm actually out. This is it. But <laughs> but 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 I, I, but I do want to take a minute to talk about that because it is important for all, you know, while we're talking about the fitness piece and the yoga and, and the new, I guess, formula of what you do, the idea yeah. of even you as as an entrepreneur, as as a, an innovator, yeah, and, and the idea of following your dream and doing what your passion, you know, and 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 that is important for people. See, you know, I've had so many examples where people literally did that. They yeah, just took off and followed their passion and then dream, and they applied that, and they live in the life. Many yeah. of us are stuck, you know, in in jobs we don't like and do things that we don't love, and we're just our environment sucks, and we're like ah, and just living the rat race as we call it, and it's not fun, it's not healthy. And it's really talking about toxic environment. We live in that. And, yeah. But but you can pursue happiness. You can pursue what you love and still make a living out of it, but enjoy your life. I mean, that's it. Living as opposed to just surviving. And you're doing that. And thinking about the... the <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I, no, I, I, I've realized I have a deep fear of missing out, you know, like that word FOMO. Um, but my FOMO isn't like, like a lot of people have FOMO of like, oh, that's really cool. You know, like I'm missing out on that, like little thing. I'm afraid of missing out on life. And I just see so many people like wasting their lives. And, and I can make that kind of judgment because like one of my best friends, his friend found out like, you know, he had this sore gum disease. Mm. He went to the doctor and found out he had leukemia. And it was showing up in his lungs, or sorry, in his gums, in his teeth, like in his gums. Two weeks later, he died. Two weeks. Um, and this just happened like just like a month ago. So it was just very recent. And my friend is very still feeling very raw from it. Um, and then, you know, one of my best friends, his parents, his his dad has been waiting for his mother to retire. And she finally retired. And they were about to take a big trip to Costa Rica for like a month and and enjoy like four days before he the the parents were going to come to costa rica the father realized he was really exhausted he went to the doctor doctor said your heart isn't pumping enough blood you, we don't recommend you to travel and so you know it's like so many of us are waiting for that like special moment when is that special moment in yoga we learn that special moment is always now and and so it's like, what are we waiting for in life? And, and I'm always kind of like asking myself that question, like, like, is this something I really want to do? If I want to do it, I just go do it. And, and well, that, that's the, the can't, wait for, can't wait for the right circumstance because the right circumstance is now. <laughs> well, but, but that's that. Thank you for, for, for sharing that because a lot of people to your point, are waiting for a set of circumstances to happen and it has, you know, a lot of components and unless yeah. all the components are, are ready, you know, the opportunity is not there yet. The opportunity can be yeah. there. It's just that you got to take partial pieces of it and make it work. Yeah. But, that, but, but you, you, you hit on something that I, I live by as well is that life is too short. Most people don't realize that now 
I, I, I passed the 50 mark. And believe me, before that, I never thought about it the way I think about it now. Yeah. You know, time is ticking. And it doesn't matter how well you live stuff. You want to do as much. You want to enjoy as much. And you want to live. That's the thing. And I have been, and, and I, I also, since I never believed in that, well, I have to wait until I retire to enjoy my life. That is sure. not part of my vocabulary. And I, I and I want to drive that and into the audiences and, and, and our listeners. It, it's, you got to enjoy your life because we never know. Yeah. And it's time to check out. That's a guarantee. But we don't have to think about that. We will have to think about let's enjoy what we have and do what we love. And, yes. uh, and, and enjoy our families, our people, whatever we do, whoever we love, whoever's around us, let's maximize those opportunities. And yes, you got to find what's working for you, what's going to do it for you and just do it. And, and that's that's actually the, the true reality of things. In, you know, if you wait for every single thing that you think as by the book prescribed, you got to get step A, B, C, D to get to what you want. Forget about it. It might take forever and it may be too late at the time. And you said it, even if you are not dead whatever but you might not have the means financially because now you're on retirement maybe limited budget two your health is not going to be you know as uh you know ready and and exciting sometimes as we age i mean things are not the same you got aches you got pain i mean obviously we're going to talk about that now but but you have a lot of you have a lot of things that can make you not be able to do the things that you could have done at a younger yeah. age or while your health was still there that's why again we 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 want to keep people healthy and fit and fab by doing these things, by actually living your life, by enjoying and by getting tips from people such as yourself, and and helping us guide us to like what can we do? You know, I mean, we talk. There's the mental. There's the physical. There's all. I mean, all the stuff. We talk nutrition. We talk all the things that that are good for your health and well-being and and living and lifestyle are important. Are important. And I think those are the type t- topics that we actually tackle and, and, and address in in these shows but but yes. again the angle that you have is important because uh you know now we're going to talk about the deep dive right so yoga uh you know first thing again just because no one has defined that to our audiences before if you don't mind can you please you know identify to us or define to us what is yoga and what it means and in, in a little bit historic about it i mean i we talked that it's been ancient but most people Maybe you don't know exactly where it started and, and the concept behind it. So that's the first thing. And then we're going to relate that to the pain. And uh, I mentioned pain earlier because we ache, <laughs> you know, and when exercise, we ache. And I know that's a big discussion because you are the creator of the concept. Uh, what is it called? Let me see. Ayama. Yeah, Ayama. There you go. So, <laughs> so applied yoga anatomy muscle plus muscle activation. Ayama. I love that. It's it's kind of ring to it. I don't know, but it sounds like mythical. <laughs> All right. so, 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 so let's talk about yoga, definition of yoga, if there so, is one. Well, I mean, yoga means a few things. Like if we're just talking about the root word yoga, it means to unite, to yoke, to bring together. And um, for me, the what the promise of yoga is, is right in the beginning of the Yoga Sutras, which is sort of like the, you know, the Bible, if you will, of yoga. It's 196 very short statements, short aphorisms, um, which say, like, don't, they're very short, concise statements that say a lot. But, you know, we're just talking about, you know, living our life purpose, really, at the end of the day, we're talking about like embracing life and yoga says two things. It says one within all of us, there's a purpose that is to be fulfilled. Um, the ultimate purpose goal of life is to, for us to know ourselves and to fulfill our Dharma. 
And our dharma is our own individual life path. And so for every unique, you know, individual, it's very unique. And part of our job as humans is to find out a what that is, but then also fulfill life's purpose. And part of life's purpose is to know ourselves at every level and, and understand what life is really about. And and so we all have that potential within us. And the second part of yoga is recognizing that for many of us, we're like just really poor, you know, idiots uh, fumbling around and making our lives more complicated than they really are. <laughs> you know, we're really good at, at, at creating suffering for ourselves. And so where does that suffering exist? That suffering exists in our mind. And so the second part of yoga is about like, we need to remove that layer of suffering. Um, and once we do, then we're able to tap into our life purpose. And so that's really a big part of what my own mission statement is about, is to help people get pain free. And also then so that they can go out and manifest really and live their life purpose. And I, I see what happens like when we're able to experience yoga. So, you know, one of the things I said that yoga does is it unites, it, it's to yoke, to bring together. Well, what are we bringing together? We're bringing our consciousness into this moment because the power um, of what we can become starts with the present moment, starts with the now. So yoga is ultimately like the practices of yoga is to get us into the now. Because when we're not in the now, obviously, it's a little cliche to say this, but when we're not in the now, we're either you know, fantasizing about a future that hasn't come, or we're dwelling either on the pain of the past or the pleasures of the past. Either way, we're not focused, you know, where we are here. Mm -hmm. um, for us to kind of tap into that source, we need to get into the present. Well, that's that's pretty good. It's pretty deep. It's <laughs> very but, deep. But, but, but I love it because to be honest with you, for, for the longest, I, I think, you know, probably people watching and listening right now would agree. I mean, we we know what yoga is in concept, but yeah. uh, we know it has there is some spirituality to it, there is some some lifestyle to it, but we're not really, you know, understanding. I mean, the common folk and may not know all the deep end of what it does and, and what it yeah. is. And it's rooted like to your point, there's more to it. Uh, and the idea that to connect, to be aware is is a is a very vital element of our life, but we're not. Yeah. You said it, we dwell in on the past. Uh, we live in the past for the most part, like, oh my God, the life, blah, blah, blah. We dream of the future, but we 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 miss the moment today. And and tomorrow is never guaranteed. The past is gone. You can't do anything about it. Today, this moment is here. Let's make the best out of it. And and so again, these are not things because again, we hear yoga, we think you're going to a studio and you're doing stretches. I mean, really, that's kind of like the first probably if someone's watching I'm like, yeah, I think that's what I think. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and again, that's just just me being as as maybe dumb about it, but but really that's that the perception, right? I go to the gym, I know they have yoga classes, I see them, they come with the mat, they do their stuff. They walk out, <laughs> I mean, you know, but like, you know, you don't, you don't think, you know, what is that, you know, and how deep is that stuff and the connection that has, that has to do with their mind, their body. And like you mentioned pain and, and I think it, it came up a couple of times in the discussion here. And that's the other thing, like there is that and everything, actually, I think the mind is a very strong piece of our life. And if we oh. apply it correctly, everything else is better, but, and yeah. we don't do a good job with that to start. <laughs> then my to your teacher, point, my teacher says that the mind is the warden of your prison or the key to your liberation. 
So what you just said was very profound. And I, I think you were kind of dancing around it a little bit, but I think we need to just really say it for what it is as, you know, as leaders, as teachers, like, hey, dude, you are causing your own suffering. You don't have to suffer. You have created a prison within yourself, but you also have that power to set yourself free. Um, somebody got really angry with me the other day because I quoted scripture to them. They quoted scripture to me, so I quoted it right back to them. <laughs> and I said, you know, one of the things about scripture says God helps those who help themselves. And, and really what that scripture is saying that we all have that potential within us to liberate ourselves. And somebody you know? challenged that? Yeah, they got very angry with me because then they have to be accountable for themselves. But that's a whole other discussion. Well, People- <laughs> I, I, I have to say, Aaron, listen, I don't care what belief you, you have. It is a fact. You know, yes. I mean, all the, the, the world religion has the concept of, yeah, we can ask God, we can, we can pray. You got to do it. You're on this earth. You got to do the you work. You got to do it. The action is yours. You, you know, you have to take the steps. There's no such thing as nothing. Yeah. Listen. Uh, uh, yeah. May May God send me some money. It ain't happening from the sky. You know. Yeah. yeah he will give you the guidance. He'll give you whatever you need. But but yeah. you have to take the physical approach to it. There is a physical aspect to this life. You know, this is not you know the hereafter, right? <laughs> whatever the realm you know that we might think about. But this is the reality of where we live in this 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 life. This dimension does require work. You know, yeah. if you don't eat, you're gonna get sick. Rules. <laughs> if you don't sleep, you're gonna get sick. If you if you put yourself in harm's way, you're gonna get hurt. So so if you don't work, you're not gonna make money. You're not gonna be able to do things. So those are things. I mean, again, I'm you know, I again, people are entitled to their opinion. You know, granted, people sometimes get sensitive around the topics of religion. That's why we stay away from it. But the sure. fact of the matter, you know, you know, there is no contradiction between spirituality, religion. And that life we live. I mean, you could find a balance, and I think we all have that balance, and we kind of know it. But to your point, the accountability factor is what drives us a little bit. You know, we're like, oh, and then there are people that are extreme where they just think that, yeah, your power, belief, fate—that's another story. I mean, yes, you have to be strong, you know, but that's good. But again, that yeah. alone is not enough. You know, uh, it's just the, the 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 life that we have. And so, to your point, the mind, we need to tell people, you gotta. Make it work. You gotta you get gotta, get, it, gotta get it get it get it working. <laughs> you gotta get it working because you know it is it is a difference between you having depression, you make you know maybe committing suicide, or you becoming an inventor, creator, and 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 an, you know an influencer, right? It's just yeah. the way. I mean, it's the same thing, right? It's the same person. We can go one way or the other, depends on yeah. how we set ourselves, and the mind is powerful enough to do that. But so if we Calm ourselves down and you know we just like you know we talk negative that self-talk and self-awareness is a negative spin you're gonna get drifted if you have it in a positive way and you think positive you're gonna see it. literally that's gonna manifest exactly what your thoughts are gonna manifest in reality and you're gonna find yourself surrounded with the environment you're almost gonna make the environment and create that environment that's gonna keep you positive on the flip side if you're not tapping into that mind and get into it the wrong way. Well, uh, you know, the outcome is going to be bad. Then, then you're going to get into like this, what the hell's going on? My world sucks. Well, and you know, you can, get, and that's the good news is there is no time frame to this. You can be today that way. You can change it overnight, you know, and it sounds crazy or cliche overnight, but you could literally, it's just a decision. Yes. Enough is enough. I want to have a, a better life. Tomorrow's a new day. You can walk out of a bad job. You can walk out of a bad relationship. You can find another new home. I mean, 
we have a nice globe. It's got a lot of, you know, places you can move to. You're not confined to 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 borders either. I mean, there are countries where you'd be more than welcome, you know, there and to live. Look, I mean, you you've made the leap from <laughs> the north to the, to the central, you know, continent piece. You know, it, it is not hard. You could do it. It sounds. Some people like, well, it's too hard. Thought, you know, you 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 might be like, you know, loony because you're talking like, you know, you know me. I don't know anyone, but I can tell you, we can all do that. Um, yeah, you know, I've moved a few times from state to state, from country, from continent to continent, for that matter, actually. So, so yes. I, I know what that looks like, and I would do it in a heartbeat. Not to be honest with you, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about something like that right now, you know, yeah. because peace of mind is what I want. Living the life is what I want. So, yeah. so, 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 I think we talked philosophically about the yoga piece of it. Now, let's talk about the the physical piece of it, sure, the, the, sure. the actual effect of yoga on on the body. Now, uh, again, everybody works works hard you know works out um there is damage that we do you know there's muscle there's all this stuff tension and and that's always a problem i think if you're working out you always have some pain and so tradi <laughs> traditionally you know we 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 were always conditioned and i know this you know from from my own previous experience you got to do some stretching before you work out you got to do some stretching but you know after you work out you know you got to do some stretching in general to keep you know good uh you know you, you tense whatever I know you have a whole different approach to that, and you actually almost anti-stretching. <laughs> you know, well, my book is called "Stop Stretching." <laughs> All right, good. So, so I mean, I, I try to be as nice as I can be, you know, for our audiences. Can, but, but, but the fact is, I mean, listen, this, this is the part of what we do is you want to bring yeah. the reality to things, and yes, I mean, listen, it's your angle, but it's working. And, and by the way, it's not the only angle. If you know, people have the choice. You got ten thousand, you know, options of fitness. Pick whatever works for you. But at the end of the day, you at least you ought to yourself to listen and learn. When we yeah. learn different options, we can pick and take whatever is going to be good for us. It's like a buffet of information. Take whatever you want, and that's okay. Make it, tweak it, make it you or your own. That's the good news. Now, now again, stretching, like I said, is an important piece. But you are almost like on the extreme side of, of where everybody sits on yoga side. Yeah. i'm telling you stretching is gonna hurt you <laughs> yeah well, well, well so let's talk about it so 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 why 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 is stretching not recommended by you and you know i like everybody else that's in the industry you know yoga or otherwise they they, they always focus on stretching you got to get your tendons you know nice and loose your your sure. muscles gotta be good you know hot yoga is hot these days right <laughs> you want to get into actually i love steam rooms myself i don't do stretching but i just go there just to relax my muscles i mean i Absolutely. go to gym i go like 10 minutes 15 before and then i'm out i'm already like good so there's no damage whatever and then i finish i go again another 20 30 minutes then i get a nice shower i'm good but but that's just a formula but i don't do sometimes i do some stretching there now but i i would love to learn about what that does for us you know good or bad and so so that this is where Ayama is going to come and play. <laughs> <laughs> so one, I mean, I got into yoga when I was about 18 and I very quickly started hurting myself. And so the solution when I started hurting myself was I would go to yoga teachers or gym, whatever. And they would say, you need to stretch more. And they would use words like you need to open your back or you need to open your hamstrings or you need to open your hips. Mm. And so I did. And I, you know, every time I would, and I continued to hurt myself and it took me 25 years to realize that the, the hurting was actually coming from the stretching. And um, because every time I would hurt myself, I would start to rest. 
And then I would start to stretch more and then I would hurt myself. And it was very cyclomatic. And I mean, I dealt with like really bad crippling pain um, in different areas, um, which where I was dealing with some structural issues. I started like studying muscle activation technique, which is a type of, of diagnostic um, tool taught by Greg Broskoff. It's based out of uh, Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a very hands-on kind of approach. And I went through the training and, um, well, let me back up. I forgot one important piece of the story. Sorry. I ended up in a doctor's office, an orthopedic surgeon who wanted to do a spinal fusion on my lower back. And, um, And at that moment, I realized like what I was doing must be not correct. And I had to start seeking another solution because I was in pain and I was doing more yoga to get out of pain, but the pain was actually getting worse. And to the point where I was being told I might need a a spinal fusion. So I, then that led me into muscle activation technique and I started studying it. And one of the things I realized really quickly was that in order for us to have a stronger body, we need a muscular system that's working. And, and, and more to the point, we need a strong neuromuscular system. So the neuromuscular system, what I'm talking about is that communication between the brain and the muscles. That's really important. And so like, if you, for example, you are walking and you drop your keys, you've got to bend over and pick them up. Well, if all the muscles that are responsible for shortening are not shortening properly, then other muscles in the back start taking over. And that's why a lot of people like they hurt their backs when they bend over and pick up something stupid, like a set of keys, or they sneeze and they they hurt their back. <laughs> you hear people that sneeze. Well, why is that? Because the neuro the neuromuscular system is not working. Their brain is not communicating with the muscles correctly. A lot of people are strong, but they're losing that strength because the brain isn't communicating or the more specifically the central nervous system isn't communicating properly with the muscles. There's not this this feedback loop. And that feedback loop has become um, disrupted, it has become deteriorated over time due to stress, trauma, and overuse. And so stretching is a kind of a stress. Um, let's like use the hamstrings, for example. So the hamstrings, you see someone with tight hamstrings, they start to like force those hamstrings to lengthen. Well, the real question was never asked in the first place. Why is the hamstring tight? So the body tightens up as a protective mechanism. The body, the brain senses instability and it tells like the body to tighten up. It says tighten up. It's like an amber alert in the body. Tighten up, tighten up, tighten up. When you, you know, when you step on ice for the first time in winter, you don't really expect it, but you kind of slip a little bit. What does your body do? It tightens up. You know, and so it's a protective mechanism. The hamstrings are tightening up because the body or the brain more specifically senses instability because and and there's muscular weakness. And so it can't communicate with those muscles to tell them to contract. So it tells whatever muscles it can to contract. In this case, the hamstrings. So if we're going to stretch, 
one of the things that people have to understand is like, it's a violation of your body's own protective mechanism. That's the first point. The second point is that the, you know, one of the things in you being in the fitness world, you can appreciate this. Like all of us know, like muscles need to shorten in order to work properly. And so that's, that's number one. So if we're forcing muscles to lengthen, we're actually going against a muscle's natural function, which is to shorten. So that's point one. Point two is like the, why is the muscle not able to lengthen on its own? Well, every muscle has a reciprocal action. So with the hamstrings, the opposite muscle is the quads. The quads are not shortening properly and the hamstrings are tightening as a result. And what I have seen time and time and time again is that if we get the quads to start shortening, guess what? You also have the hamstrings starting to be able to lengthen naturally. And not only do the hamstrings lengthen naturally, but you also have stability at that joint. You have muscles that are actually working uh, properly. And so whenever we stretch a muscle, like if I just, if you're lying on your back hurricane and you know, I say, raise your right leg and I keep, take my hand to your heel and I just start pushing that leg and I come back and I test the force output of your, your hip flexors, of your psoas major, of your rectus femoris, of your quads, all those muscles will test dramatically weak. Like they will not have any force output. So you said earlier, like, you know, in the fitness world, they say you should stretch before you work out. It's absolutely the wrong thing to do um, because, you know, like you take typical bodybuilders that are constantly like stretching their pecs and stretching their delts and stretching their triceps. And then they go to the bench press and they start benching, you know, like, like, like 200 pounds of weight but the muscles are not even working properly at that point like they the, the pecs have shut down all of the major muscles that are supposed to be lifting this weight are no longer working so the best thing to do and i've seen this actually since you brought it up like you know pre sort of workout stuff the best thing you can do is just very slow like movements. Um, sometimes you see like some, you know, like in CrossFit or whatever, they have like these shoulder exercises. You bring mm -hmm. your shoulders out, you bring your arms up, you make little circles, you know, doing any of that kind of stuff is going to be far more effective than stretching because you're actually starting to prepare the muscle. Um, if you want to use that word, warm up the muscle, I don't like that word warm up, but you I can say that, <laughs> um, but you could, you, the more effective term terminology would be like, you're activating a muscle. So that's kind of one of my key things is like, stop stretching, start activating. You want to activate the muscle to get the muscle to do what it's supposed to do, which is develop that ability to contract and contract on demand. Well, that that's a lot of stuff there, and I, it's funny because you. Well, it, it is powerful stuff, and I, I want to go back to some stuff back there. But but applied yoga anatomy, right? So that's the first yes. three letters, and then you have muscle activation. And yes. I think you just defined for us muscle activation, you know, in 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 a very light way, meaning that again, it's what we commonly use as warm up. You want to get the muscle to get started, yeah. to get ready for oh. what's coming next. 
you think about like between your brain and your muscles, there's a telephone line. Okay. It's the nervous system. And for some of us that, that telephone line, <laughs> just like telephone lines in the U S and around the world, they become deteriorated. And so the telephone company has to come in and repair them. And so as we get older in our own body, the telephone lines between our brain and the muscles becomes deteriorated. When we're doing muscle activation, what we're actually doing is reinforcing that telephone line. We're not only reinforcing that communication system, but we're also strengthening that communication system. So that's essentially what we're doing. When we stretch, we do the complete opposite. We actually cut that telephone line. And so the brain no longer knows where those muscles are. Biomechanically, that's called proprioception. Proprioception is where the brain at, at an unconscious level knows where parts of the body are. But when we stretch, we cut that, we cut that telephone line. There, the lot, there's a loss of proprioception. You know, it's funny. I'm listening to you and I, something came out to my mind. Like when, when we work out and like in martial arts, for example, I, I can literally just right now drop and, and do a, a nice little full stretch, right? Because I'm not thinking about it. But if I start thinking about it and do it slowly, it's not going to go anywhere. I'm going to be like jammed. And it's almost like creating that same thought in my mind, like because I'm already tensing up because I'm, you know, anticipating it's happening. But if not, it's going to move. But then 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 I wanted to just go back to your start, like the beginnings when you actually had those pains, you know, someone that's young today and at the gym and pumping and getting all excited, they might say like, well, I, I'm good. I don't feel anything. Right. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm getting the pain, which which is I can I can endure that. I can get it. Yeah. You ha- you were young, you were doing yoga, and that's the other thing. You started yoga, but you didn't feel it was it was that. But but someone could have said, Well, it's not the stretching, it's something else. How did you really, you know, kind of clear that for to those people? Because it was not anything else. It was that stretching that you were doing. Because I mean, obviously now you're defining it, so we understand a little bit more about the dynamics between the connection and all the stuff. But at the time, you didn't have that. So how did no. you get into to like discovering this 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 really illogical concept that everybody's using and 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 the next one yeah go ahead there no 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 no. but i was going to say that that there's i mean there's kind of two people that played a big role in that so it wasn't just like this light bulb there was a few light bulb moments but one of my um the people that works on me is kind of like a physio physical therapist slash chiropractor slash everything else but he had muscle activation technique and he used that as modality. And the light bulb moment was when he was working on me and he got my hip flexor strong and he did a very, and then he did a very passive stretch on me, um, which then he went back and tested the hip flexors and they tested weak. And I was like, Oh my God, it happens that easily. Like you barely stretched me. And yet all my hip flexors got weak like that. And, and it's when you feel that weakness go away, it's like, I love doing that test on people because when they <laughs> feel their muscles strong and in, in literally hurricane in, in literally a second, I can turn off a muscle in somebody. And when you, when you experience that, it's like, I'm never going to stretch again. Because it, you realize like how crazy it is to do it. I mean, sure, if you want to stretch, great, but you're going to be weaker. 
And, and there's a lot of like scientific studies that are starting to come out. It is worthwhile mentioning something because you mentioned this a couple of times, like there's this kind of like thing out there, like you should stretch to prevent injuries. You know, there are no scientific studies to prove that it will, pre stretching prevents injuries. There's absolutely none. Um, what there are though, is two things. One, there's either studies saying that stretching does nothing or two, that stretching actually debilitates muscle function. And this is some of the studies that are starting to come out. They're testing athletes who stretch and sort of the number, the number of minutes that they lose muscle function somewhere ranges, depending on the study ranges between 30 minutes to 90 minutes. And that's not how you want to start working out. That's not how you want to go and compete, you know, in games. And, and then, you know, some people like use the example of like, well, gymnasts stretch all the time. Gymnasts have to stretch. Well, actually, if you look at like, you know, an Olympic lineup, all you can see is like Olympic athletes who have ace bandages, knee braces, you know, elbow braces, wrist braces, you know, ice packs heat packs, you know, at 22 years old. And, and you never, ever, ever see a gymnast like pass, like a, like a competing gymnast at that level past the age of 24, 26, and definitely not past 28. Um, because their body is just broken at that point from all of that, like overstretching and then the and then the force demand that is placed upon their muscles and so when i really got into yoga like that's what happened to me as i was stretching but also putting all of this force demand on my body well thank you so so that leads me to one differentiator so stretching is the term we used what about flexibility i mean some people we it's almost synonymous to to me i mean you stretch to get flexible and we hear that all the time sure. and you talked about gymnasts and they basically are very flexible in a way sure but to your point we do actually you're right on the money there because i mean yeah you, you cannot you almost can see that everywhere there's always yes. a, an injury you know and you got and you ballerinas know. you know ballerinas yep, yep. by the age of 24 um 25 i mean they just don't survive and and most of them have to if they do they need you know, shoulder surgery, knee surgery, <laughs> surgery. But, well, you know, it's amazing that, that you said that because that, that actually brought me back to a show that I had uh, about a year ago uh, with Dr. Yas is from Florida. And uh, he was really adamant about his method, which only reinforced that everything, all the pain we have is because our muscles are not strong. Uh, and then I've had other shows where we talked about the uh, strength training and building the muscle, which is yeah. what helps, you know, uh, literally everything else, the pain, everything goes. So this is really in line with that philosophy. And, you know, and, and frankly, the more I'm hearing it, the more it makes sense because when you actually work out and you pump and everything, your muscles, to your point, they get you know, they tighter, but because they're building, it's, it's a whole different approach. You don't get that. Uh but, 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 but muscles should never get tight. Um, okay. Muscles should always have an ability to contract and contract on demand. A tight muscle, if a muscle becomes tight, it's always a sign of muscle weakness. Uh -huh. Remember, like the hamstrings, the hamstrings get tight because the quads are not contracting properly. So a couple of points, but one, 
muscles and this is something that we as body you know you as bodybuilders and and fitness trainers and have to remember the fundamental premise of a muscle muscles job is to move bones and to hold joints in place and it does that by shortening it doesn't do that by lengthening if a muscle does become tight um then there's a sign of muscle weakness but the word that I don't like using the word flexible because with flexibility always leads to instability and instability always leads to injury. So flexible people always get injured. What we want to do is develop healthy range of motion. And the way that we do that in this methodology is by improving muscle function because muscles move bones. So, you know, you take somebody who brings their arm up to the sky and I see this all the time in my yoga trainings. Like some people can only bring the arm, you know, like this high. And so then they think like, well, I can't lift it higher because of all these muscles that are tight. So they go up to a wall and try and stretch it out. But what's really moving the muscle up? What what are the muscles that are moving this arm up? Well, we're looking at traps. We're looking at serratus um, anterior. We're looking at, you know, posterior delt. If those muscles are not shorting properly, you're going to have limited range of motion. If there's tightness there showing up, it's because those muscles are not working. The traps, the anterior serratus, the delts, you know, maybe a levator scapular. Like these muscles just are not able to shorten properly. As a result, the front side is showing up as tight. <laughs> uh, listen, that's a crash course on, on definitely what 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 should go right as opposed to go wrong. Because yeah. I, mean, I think I think that. And, and it does make sense because you're right. I mean, when you lift your arm, you know, it's everything in the back that's working and all the stuff. And it's not absolutely now you might have some rotator cuff problems, whatever, but you know, and by the way, those can still be, I think, you know, because of the same problems that you have. I and mean, I've seen absolutely. therapy work and, and it does to your point, you gotta, when you go to therapy, they do give you machines. They do give you ways to actually build and, and re-energize your muscles and get them stronger enough. So you can absolutely. do those movements. So it is, it is amazing. Like, again, it's, perception of what we kind of see and hear all the time and then we start really diving into with expertise and and by the way i, I to be honest i'm listening to you right now uh, you know as much as it sounds very controversial <laughs> from from the standard you know i guess opinion you are not actually that far out i mean you're actually talking about real you know muscle and and that's actually again it's confirming what other experts have actually stated before and it's yeah. confirming the idea of like muscle building and you know strength training and all this stuff. So I think it's pretty right on the money. The only thing, the only I don't know. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I just was saying, like, one of my things that drives me um is starting to try and create a conversation about some of our erroneous um perceptions. Like, even like I'll turn on YouTube and hear a fitness trainer say, We need to open up the hips. Well, I mean, that's a crazy thing to say, because if you think about opening up the hips, what does that really mean? You want to dislocate your hips? Um, <laughs> so the muscles in the hips actually need to shorten to keep that joint really strong and stable. And if you've got tightness, again, tightness, is, as we've dis discussed, is always a sign of muscle weakness. So the question is, what is weak? What is not activating? And um, so there's a lot of like erroneous perceptions and 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 pseudoscience that has kind of been thrown in this. And so what I'm hoping to do is like 
you know, further the conversation so that we can actually start to say things that have scientific merit and not just like open the hips. <laughs> no, no, I, listen, I, I love it. I mean, it's funny. You made me laugh when you said that. I was like, you want to dislocate the hip? I, I, I can just hear that pop there. No, not good. Not good. Not good. <laughs> but, 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 but you are making real sense here. And I think, I think uh, I love what you said about the discussion and, and just kind of get further in it because you are bringing some good valid points and yeah, maybe that's because that's how it's been. And because people are learning it, maybe the wrong way, they're not really deep diving and understanding the dynamics that go, I mean, literally applied anatomy. I think yoga anatomy, I mean, you, it, the, the title sounds like, you know what it means. I mean, it's really defining itself. Uh, so you, it's not just the anatomy, it's applying it and understanding within yes. the yoga context. And then the muscle means, means, sorry, applied also means like experiential. And so my goal is we're talking like we just mentioned muscles like the psoas and and your listeners are going oh my god what is the psoas and where is it why is it so important and not i don't want to be just talking about these muscles like theoretically i want people to actually feel it in their body like when i get people activating their psoas i say here here this is where it is bring your finger in now do you feel that popping that muscle like engage yes Oh my God, there's my psoas. <laughs> and, and then they like lift their leg up and they feel the psoas working. So it's really becoming more experiential. And I find like when people experience something that becomes more real and attainable uh, in their bodies. Well, so so thank you. Now, now let's talk about that whole approach itself. Like, you know, so someone that joins your system and I'll call your method. Uh, what is what is like how does that work i mean let's say someone like me who, who may or may not be as as potentially in the right aspect right now <laughs> and needs some help to, to i mean I, I i'll probably have to test to test to see like what's working what's not working sure, sure, sure. so like someone that comes to you like you know hey listen i you know i i need to get stronger right you know let you know i need you to help me um again to, to that's the other thing like most people think yoga is like you know it's just this thing that you do as, as a, a nice little, you know, cool thing. And you just, uh, it's more social these days than anything else. There's that aspect too, you know, but really you are taking it to the next level. You're taking it to like, almost like, you know, I want to fix you up and you're going to get better at yeah. what you do. Your muscles are going to get stronger. Your body motion is going to be stronger. And that's, yeah, that's what we want. We want to be yes. able to move. You want to have, you know, no pain. I mean, pain is, is really killer. I mean, no one likes to have, you know, any pain anywhere in their body. And when you have it to your point, you're either patching or you're like trying to get things done and that's not good. So if I join right now your, your method, what would be like the, the steps that you will put me through to get me to a better place? I mean, is there an assessment? Uh, are there any steps that I need to do? Like, you know, I mean, obviously I'm sure that's not overnight that I'm going to get stronger. Right. So, so what are, you know, for audiences, what are some of these elements that you actually, uh, uh, I guess apply or, you know, use to get people from, you know, the point where they are not really in the best shape to a better shape. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that my goal is you use the word in shape and I just want to kind of clarify what that means. Sure. Cause I, I know what you mean, but I'm not like here to help people necessarily lose weight. Like that's not my lane to, yeah, yeah. I, that's not what I meant. I, I meant oh, like in shape, shape, yeah. muscle. But I, you know. I just wanted to be clear. Like this is not like a system to lose weight or something. It's a system to help people understand their bodies to, to learn about, why they're weak and what to do about it. And, mm -hmm. and it is a process like, you know, and I I've created like, you know, systems. I have a 15 day, uh, oh, wow. 
free challenge. And so in that pain-free challenge, I take people through the different parts of their body. Like one day we'll focus more on back extensors. One day we focus more on hip flexors. Um, one day we focus on relaxation, you know, like you were saying, like you don't typically stretch after a workout, but you do go into the steam room and rest Mm -hmm. and relax. That is so important. Like people always ask me, like, you know, what do you recommend after a workout? One, don't stretch because you're already activated, hopefully. Uh, Number two, relax and take that time in the steam room and take that time to relax and restore the body you know, has an incredible capacity to restore itself, um, you know, if we give it the chance. So my goal, I don't work with people necessarily one-on-one. I do, you know, I do offer these things. I hope they're a stepping stone to either A, people learning to apply this into their life that again, the applied yoga anatomy, uh, apply it into their life. I have a great book. Um, I've got like a a bunch of videos as resource materials. Um, my book is one of the best books out there on anatomy. I say that without any shame because <laughs> there's a lot of anatomy books out there that are just teaching you nothing. Like they show you where the muscles are, but they don't really show you like, okay, what are the the, the actual techniques that you can use to start activating these muscles? What are the techniques to engage the brain, like connect, reconnect the brain to these muscles? Um, and, and then people do these things and then they go, oh yeah, that's where my psoas is. That's where my rectus femoris is. Oh, that's where my longissimus is. And then they start to know more anatomy than their fitness trainer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that must suck. <laughs> At least for the trainer, I guess. Um, and then, and then the <laughs> ultimate hope, hope is that people will start coming do trainings with me and in the trainings, they can start to like learn more about their bodies and and take it to a different level. So that's kind of like like what I'm offering at this moment because I'm in Costa Rica, so people can't really come down and do an assessment with me. But I do do one on ones if they want to. So <laughs> so if you're in Costa Rica, check them out. Well, well but but that, but that's important, right? Right. So yeah. So- yeah, I mean, again, I think with technology today, it is possible to do this, and I think you can help Absolutely. people around the world. And so that was going to be a question, and we're in it right now. So fact is that you have the book, you have the guides, you have the actual system where you go through this process with people, so you can actually yes. guide someone. Um, they will, and so if they go to your site, they'll be able to actually register, I guess, for this program, and you yes. get them through it, and they'll see some tremendous result. In you're talking about. 12 uh two weeks challenge right 15 days yeah there's i have a couple of different offerings one but they can access it all on my website okay. um yogi um and they can just they can find out i have a ton of resource material on my website so well, you, you mentioned the book so what's the name of the book stop stretching <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right you did mention that earlier <laughs> it's, actually it's called stop stretching it's available on amazon um, we just hit 75, like five-star reviews today. So nice. 77, sorry. So I'm right. very, very, very excited about that. Listen, and, and we will share that with the audiences because I think it's important to have access to information. Again, yeah. I always say this, and I'm going to preface this one more, one more time. Folks, whatever you're listening, you know, uh, the opinion that we have is, again, it's that, it's an opinion. It is these different methods out there. You can pick all you want. Everybody has the right to pick what they want. But the idea is that at least you have access to different information sets. And then it's up to you to make, you know, that nice, I guess, um, 
informed decision of whatever program you want to be in, but at least you have the access to those resources. I think that's the important part about what we do here. I think that's what Aaron is doing. He has a method and you know what? It may be for you, may not be for you. That's, but the only other way to find out is to actually, you know, at least entertain it, see it, read about it and, and get more. So that's one. Now, now I know from any exercise model or methodology or, 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 you know, any type of things that we do for the body and mind, as we talked about both, um, nutrition, other things are important. So, so what is, what is your take on those things? I mean, cause I mean, there's, there's, whenever you think about fitness, wellness, and this, you think about nutrition, detoxification, sleep, all the other stuff. So how do you connect all those things in terms of your program and, and your approach? Oh my God. I, I mean, I've grown, I grew up in a healthy quote unquote life, uh, household. That's so good. <laughs> my, mother, my mother was always cramming vitamins down our throats, even when we were like nine, 10 years old. Um, you know, Oh, uh, what was that? A cough here? Take tons of vitamin C. That's <laughs> you know? my so woman. I, I'm a huge, I, I mean, we could have a, that's like, you know, a four or five hour conversation, the whole, so I do think. You know, I, what I really try to teach people and, and what I endeavor to bestow, I guess, upon people when they come to Blue Oso, my yoga retreat, is really what I believe. And that's trying to live a clean lifestyle as possible. And and that's kind of a loaded word. Like, what does clean really mean? Mm -hmm. But from my definition, drink lots of water. Like, you know, like, you know, give yourself an internal shower eight times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, um, you know, eat as fresh food as possible. You know, part of the sister science to yoga is Ayurveda. And so Ayurveda really is saying, they're saying a few things, but one of the things at the end of the day is eat foods that are alive as possible, eat foods that are fresh. You know, um, I think some people always have this kind of joke, like if you go into a grocery store, go around the circle of it. Don't go in the middle, you know? <laughs> I've heard that before. That's, That's like, why they give the producing legumes and all the vegetables, eh? <laughs> yeah, and and just, you know, and just trying to live the cleanest lifestyle in in body, like, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat. And as I get older, I, you know, I, like you, I've just reached 51. Hey, and, well, my club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's all good, and baby. <laughs> so I'm always kind of asking myself like these days, like, you know, like my joints are not what they used to be, partly because of stretching. And um, but I love hiking. I still hike in the mountains. And this weekend when I take my friends, we're waterfall chasing, um, we're gonna be doing a ton of hiking. And so I'm always asking myself, what are things that are making me stronger? And what is going to help me stay stronger? And so that's always part of my my process. Uh, one of my favorite commentators, I won't mention him just in case of I might offend somebody, but one of my favorite commentators always says, like, um, he doesn't drink. He only has like two cocktails a week. He's maybe three. He's He just can't do it anymore. And so, you know, I think like we have to just listen to our bodies as well and, and tune into what is really going to support us because at the end of the day, you know, we're here to fulfill our purpose and we can't fulfill our purpose if we're like, you know, disabled on the couch um, because our knees are inflamed or we're suffering from some sort of, you know, hip problem 
or lower back problem, we want to like do things that are intelligent, that are going to actually make us stronger, not weaker in life. Listen, we're not even going to, to your point, hey, by the way, you're welcome to come back and we can have a whole discussion about nutrition and, and get that. <laughs> so, so, hey, you know, this is your platform now. We can do that. But but no, I appreciate, you know, the answer about that. And I think, and again, it's very clear, um, nothing, nutrition is part of what we do. And to your point, hydrating is a key element. So, I mean, water is liquid of life, right? We need it. And uh, understanding your body and standing where you are, to your point. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, we've had many shows also. We talked about even like, you know, when we're young, we party, alcohol, the whole nine. All that stuff is maybe good for a period, but it damages your lifestyle. And I mean, your in, inner body and stuff. Now you can get out of it, weed it out of it, but but it's got to take some conscious decision-making. And sometimes we're not ready yet. We still live that. But then the question is, how do you want to live the rest of your life? And I think that's a question that we have to ask at any given moment. We need to ask that question. What happens if my body is not doing? I mean, yeah, your mind's going to be still doing what, what it needs to do. Like it's going to be dreaming, yeah. but the body is that, that this is the avatar. <laughs> so, so you want to make sure the avatar is functional so you can do all those movements that you want, those activities. And if you're not doing it right, then that's a problem. So to your point, I think uh, the concept of, of understanding dynamics of the body um, I love the idea of muscle activation. Uh, you know, we, we refer to it as warm up, but I, I like that better now. So I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to quote you like, you know, as Yogi Aaron says, muscle activation, <laughs> uh, but, but, but I like it. I mean, it is, I mean, to, and, and it makes sense. I mean, you're really activating your muscle. I mean, it's yes. dead, it's quiet. And then all of a sudden you're, you're getting into action. So you got to get some motion there to get, you know, all those things working and loose. Right. And then that's good. And then you, you know, but, but to your point, it's not really stretching It's really just getting those, those elements. And by the way, those movements that you did, those are like some of the basic elements in martial arts. <laughs> we used, <laughs> we used those, you know, like, you know, I remember when that was a kid, that was like, you know, the first thing you do, like, you know, your, your, this, your elbows, I mean, uh, your yes. shoulders. In, sense, out, right. Out. Cause you want your muscles like ready to, to do what you're here i am pretending i've no, i'm not into martial arts at all <laughs> no that was good but that's typically like yeah <laughs> jump jump <laughs> uh, that's funny <laughs> hey that to each his own right <laughs> but, but listen but it's all connected it's all connected as yes. a matter of fact no, martial, art, martial arts has a level of meditation and and uh you know um relaxation mode and all the stuff so we there is that too and and, and it's, it's okay these are all ancient practices yes. and, and martial and, arts is sister science to yoga um and i have a lot of friends that were into yoga and and kind of veer into martial arts because it's such a there's so many practices that are so applicable you know not just for the mind but for how we approach life and and then also making our body stronger so i didn't mean that i was just like you know like i'm pretending to, that i'm into martial arts and i'm not <laughs> that, that, that was good that was good Listen, no, no, anyway. we, we, we are still an entertaining platform so a little entertainment is not going to hurt anyone you know i think we'll take that you know for what it's worth it's fun you know People don't get too serious. Sometimes you got to have some fun. Oh, you got to laugh. But that's that's a key. It's medicine, right? I mean, it's, you know, endorphins kick in. You know, your muscles are nicer than than you like uh, tense. You know, so why not, right? And I love it. I mean, I, and by the way, thank you for 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 bringing a laugh. I think we'll make some people laugh today. <laughs> My know? teacher taught me if you're going to be a mess, 
be a happy mess. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. We can do the, the experiment. We just got to laugh. You and I for five minutes. Everybody's going to laugh. I don't care. Whatever they are, whatever the day is looking like, they're going to be like, oh, I'm laughing. Why? Just because it's contagious, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But but yeah, so so listen, I mean, I think we're coming to the end of the, the, the hour here. Well, I think we just about exceeded the, the, the time frame. But um, so as always, I want to ask you, like, what would be like a last advice for our audiences for this show today? Like something that, you know, we will leave our listeners and viewers today with uh, something wise. I'm just kidding. It doesn't have to be wise. I could, I could say two is, things. Okay. Um, first of all, you know what I'm going to say? Stop stretching. Um, <laughs> there's some, there's some pearls of wisdom right there. If you want to. <laughs> If you want to mess yourself up more, keep stretching. No, but seriously, um, I, you know, I, I, like I said at the very top of the hour, that I believe in, in yoga beliefs or the premise of yoga is that we all enter this life with a purpose. And, you know, one of the, there's a yoga sutra that says that the greatest sorrow of humankind is to die without fulfilling it. And so, you know, one of the things I do every day is I wake up and ask myself, am I living in my purpose in this day, in this moment? And I go to bed um, feeling full of gratitude that I had the opportunity to live my purpose. And I think that those two things are so important. Like we need to live more in gratitude in life. And so many of us have so many expectations of how the world should be, but we never really stop to have gratitude for how life is and 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 that we had this chance to live this day so um i always kind of bookend my days with those kind of two thoughts like starting how am i going to live this day in 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 purpose and in fullness and awareness and how and at the end of the day like just taking a moment to pause and go yes i live my best day aaron i think that's as was it gets <laughs> i was very wise and i think i mean you know it's really deep and i think uh, we all have to reflect on that uh, nice little message that you left us with here because, you know, gratitude is great, you know, understanding and fulfilling our lives and our life purpose is important. And every day is a new day and we have that shot of doing it. And I think that is, you can't get better advice than that. I mean, I think everybody can take that to the bank and, and just apply it. And, you know, if we're unable to do it, then we'll have to find a way to do it. So thank you for that. I think that is right on the money it's right like you know bullseyes there so thank you <laughs> thank you well, well well listen you keep doing what you're doing you keep fulfilling life and and enjoying it and you know what don't forget about us you know if i do come to costa rica i will check you out dude i'll be like and i'll, I'm take, town. You and I'll <laughs> and, take you waterfall hunting <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll do more we'll do that and we'll do a show right there and actually maybe we can do a live <laughs> you know, i would love that i love that right. and i'll show you what happens when you stretch i'll get get my hands on you and actually show you so yes it'll be a win, -win listen win. i i promise you if i am in costa rica which it is on the to-do list I'm not, I'm not sure when but but it is and in, in in the near future um we will connect to that and we will make sure that we have an, an actual uh, event where we do this live and we'll record it for our audiences because sometimes it's i i actually do test things on me on me and i, I love that because that's how you learn, you know, by yeah. testing, by doing, by feeling, you know, the, the stuff. Yeah. So, so, so hold me to that one <laughs> and I'll hold you to it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hurricane. Uh, my pleasure, dude. It, it's been a true pleasure, fun. Uh, I hope our audiences have benefited from the discussion. Um, again, folks, whatever your opinion is, you know, 
there's no, this is not insulting anyone's, you know, methods or thoughts. You know, it's just the idea that there's, there's a different angle and it does have its merits. And as you hear the the actual science behind it, it does add up. So again, do your research, check out the book, you know, check the stuff. There's no reason why not. And the rest is history. That being said, um, hope you enjoyed all this. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Hurricane H here. Bye for now.